Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Thanks for joining me tonight. I hope you've been having a great week. I've been fighting the dreaded man flu, so if I sound a little bit off, that would be why. Now, I'll be honest, tonight's episode is a little bit of a shorter one, but don't let that deter you. Tonight, I have Ryan joining us, and Ryan had an incredible encounter with a UFO on the Gold Coast in my home state of Queensland. After talking to Ryan for a little bit, it seems like this UFO may have been monitoring or at least following him for a while. But before we get into that, let's talk about some iTunes 5-star ratings and reviews. Each week, I read out a new 5-star review that's left for me on iTunes, so if you want your review left out, simply jump on iTunes and leave a 5-star review And let me know what you enjoy about the show, and I might just read it out on the next episode. This one's titled Unique, Interesting, and Fun by Madame Plume from Australia. This show is one of a kind. So great to hear real people sharing their experiences. Cade is a great host with an open mind and an objective attitude that leaves people free to share without the fear of judgment. Definitely recommend. Thank you for your kind review. And I'd like to point out that we're actually starting to run a little bit low on interviews. So if you want to share your story with me, please get in touch as this show simply cannot exist without them. And just one final thing before jumping into this week's encounter. If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, I highly recommend that you do. If you want to chat to other listeners of the show, simply jump on Facebook and search for Believe Paranormal and UFO Listener Community. So if you're interested in that, I'll also include some links in the show notes below. But that's enough of me talking. Let's get into Ryan's encounter. Tonight, I want to welcome Ryan to the show. And Ryan had a pretty interesting UFO encounter here in my home state of Queensland, more specifically down on the Gold Coast. So, Ryan, thank you for coming on the show. No, thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on, mate. And 
I'm really intrigued by this because anything that happens in my home state is uh, something that just rings a bell with me. So Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So, do you mind kind of going back to the start of your encounter and um, just walking us through it? Yeah. So, I um, I was living on the Gold Coast in the the Helensvale kind of area and I had to go down one night about seven, eight o'clock at night to a uh, work meeting in the Pacific Fair Shopping Centre. I used to work in a restaurant there. And so um, this one night I've hopped in the car to, to go down to work and I'm driving down the highway, south down the highway, about a 20-minute drive, um, chugging along and out to the right-hand side of my car, I'm looking out sort of over the over the highway and in the sky to the right-hand side of me as I'm driving down the highway is uh, this light. And at first I think it's a helicopter, you know. There's been a crash, there's a helicopter beaming its light, you know, doing its, you know, police business, I guess, to see what's happening and chugging along, chugging along. And then I sort of, I thought, oh, yeah, well, that's where the helicopter is. I'm going past it. I keep driving, keep driving. But then I kind of noticed that this, helicopter we'll call it for the moment was was just still hanging out there still still on the same sort of angle from my window down the highway and i, I mean it's a 20 minute drive down this highway so i'm thinking this is a bit odd and i kept going kept going kept going and i thought oh, that's weird so it's still hanging out this side window and i eventually have to turn off the highway and and get down to the shopping center where i'm going to this meeting and i turn left off the highway and now I'm heading east towards the beach, you know, down towards Broad Beach on the Gold Coast there. And as I've turned left off that highway, this light has then turned from, instead of being on my right-hand window, it's now in the back window, back window I should say. You see it in the rearview mirror. So I'm driving, driving, driving. I'm not sure if it's getting closer. I'm not sure if it's following me. I just think, like, it's just weird that it's still hanging around, you know. And... uh Eventually, I get down to the shopping centre where I've got to go for work and I get into this car park and I decide, you know, I'll park on the roof level. I'm going to hop out. I'm going to watch this helicopter, you know, helicopter for a couple of minutes just to make sure that nothing's too... I'm not I'm not just freaking out, I guess, for the lack of a better term. And uh, I park in the car park, hop out, lock the car turn around, look up at the sky and I'm looking at this light and it's still on the same spot, still sort of off exactly where it had been, the whole sort of car trip. And then all of a sudden, it just, as fast as anything, you, you, I'm lucky I didn't blink, I think, just zapped straight towards me, flew directly towards me, zipped straight over the top of my head and then as I turned around to see where it had gone, it was just gone, absolutely disappeared. That's fascinating. Yeah, it's um, every time I think about a story, it freaks me out a little more, I think. Did anyone else see this light with you? No, so I was completely alone by myself that night, which was, yeah, a bit of a bummer, I think. And did you explain, did you tell anyone after this happened? Because you said you're going into a work meeting. And yeah, I, I could well, imagine I it really could have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't think that going in and telling... Um, you know, a handful of people that, you know, oh, this has just happened was going to be a real great idea. So I kind of didn't say anything when I was um, in the work meeting, but I did send a message to my mate once I got out of the meeting and said, like, look, mate, I've just seen this. And 
I guess you get very typical, oh, you're a kook, relax, settle down kind of uh, reaction from people. So. Yeah, right. And, uh, well, that kind of goes with the territory, isn't it? Because if you don't see the actual event, people kind of go, well, yeah, mate, sure you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you kind of have to just accept that, I think. I've, I've come to accept that, even though I would like to know that there are other people that are completely sort of, you know, will back you up regardless, but, you know. Yeah, it kind of is what it is when it comes to those um, those scenarios. And it's, and it's good that you've come on our show to kind of tell us about your experience because I can imagine, you know, when you're in that position, there's not really a lot of people that you can go to and talk confidently about something like this. So, um, no. really appreciate you coming on. So, when you saw this flying, could you hear anything? Uh, no, I can't say that I could. I, you know, I cracked the window as I'm driving, thinking it's a helicopter. After the, you know, 10 minutes of driving and seeing it still off to the side of the car, I did crack the window down. No sound as such, but sometimes I thought, you know, and I, I'm by nature a skeptic, you know, believer, but a skeptic. So I'm going, ah, you know, now you can't always heli- hear a helicopter if it's too far off, you know. I'm just seeing the light. Don't worry about it, Ryan. You know, it's okay. Um, so, no real noise. No nothing when I'm out in the car park rooftop standing there. Nothing as it comes across the top of me. Just that like, absolute rush of speed as it comes towards me and just straight to the top of me. Yeah, yeah. Now... I know it might have been a bit hard to see because it was during, I guess, the a little bit of the early night time. But was it just a was it a ball of light or was there maybe something that you can see some shape? No, to it? so I um I don't know if you're familiar with it. There's a documentary. I think it even hit Netflix. It was called Australian Skies, like A U S T R Alien. Skies. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, all about the the orbs and that sort of stuff. So I've seen that one. A couple times, and I thought, you know, is this something that I've seen? Definitely not anything along those lines. Um, no real shape that I can remember. It is going back, you know, 18 months, almost two years now, I think. So it is um, not as recent as I would have liked it to be, but um, I don't really remember any distinct shape, but it definitely wasn't anything to do with those orbs that um, that documentary sort of touches on either. Yeah, right. So you feel like this might have been a little bit of a, a unique experience, a unique, let's say, UFO in the area? Yeah, well, I, I, I call it a UFO regardless of, you know, whatever it may have been because, you know, by definition it is unidentified. It was flying and it was some sort of object, I guess. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't call it a ball of light. I wouldn't call it a ship. I wouldn't call it an animal. I wouldn't. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Call it a being, you know, but it was something. It's definitely a UFO. And you don't think it could have been maybe. Uh, an absolute weird coincidence that maybe there was a drone up that way and then you sure you saw a shooting star that perhaps went right over the top of it oh mate i've had one weird close encounter completely unrelated 
where I was in my backyard and uh, police were actually operating a drone looking for somebody one night, which flew the drone over the backyard and spotlighted me and my mate as we were sitting in this backyard. Oh, wow. And, yeah, so, like, you know, just on a complete side note. Um, and that freaked us out at first, but then the news the next morning is saying, you know, police are operating drones trying to find this guy who, you know, broke into somewhere or whatever. And we went, oh, the drone spotlighted us because we were literally like a street away from where this is. I think they eventually found the guy. So, you know, um, I've had that happen. So, no, it's not a drone. Um, it's based off, you know, experience. Um, not a shooting star. I mean, like, I've, I've seen a couple of shooting stars. This literally shot towards me. It was like not dropping from the sky. And as you're standing there looking at something, for that, uh, I guess, action to come directly towards you as opposed to shooting stars which typically fall away, um, you know, with the atmosphere of the earth kind of thing. Um, yeah, I don't believe a shooting star at all. Yeah, so this just held its trajectory towards you and it didn't look like yeah. it was falling or anything like that. How high... How high above it was it from your from where you were? I was in the car park. It's, I think it's a four-story car park that, that I was in. Um, I think it's four stories. I was on that roof level. Um, it was still above me. So I don't know. You know, it's hard to tell. Um, but it felt like it was always the same height above me, which is the creepiest, you know, because you're driving and it's at one height. You get to the car park and it still seems like it's at one height. It never really, um, I would have thought that coming off the highway and going up a car park would have made it seem lower and it didn't. It always felt to be that same height above me, you know? Um, and yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you how high it was, but as it shot towards me, it just, yes, straight towards me, but then up and over. Did you think it was aware of you? I think it knew. Yeah, I think that it, oh, it creeps me out to even say it. You know, yeah. I think that as I'm driving, I've seen it. I've gone, oh, you know, what's that? It's a helicopter. You know, and I've palmed it off as a helicopter for a while. Um, you know, and then ten, fifteen minutes gets into it, it's still there. Um, I think that the fact that I then became so interested in it led it to know that I was aware of it. I think the final straw is hopping out of that car and turning around to look at it and it knew then and there. So that was like, that was the final line, you know, like I know that you're looking at me and here's kind of a bit of a a show that I'm aware of it and bang, you get shot towards kind of thing, yeah. How does that make you feel, Ryan? Um... It's got me all in jitters at the moment. <laughs> the blood runs every time I think about it. Um, scary. Like I said, by nature, I'm sceptical. I really am. absolutely believe in the, the supernatural and the, you know, intergalactic sort of stuff, but I always am sceptical of things that have happened. But to have this have happened to me was like, yeah, that's, that's 100% something. 
And has, I don't know what it is, but something. Has your view on the world changed since this happened to you? Um, I think that my view was always very much that there are things out there and there are things that are aware, conscious, etc. So I don't think that my view changed. Um, but I think that I don't palm things off and dismiss things as quickly anymore. I'd probably take a second look at everything now. Yeah, absolutely. And Ryan, what do you think it was that night? Do you think it was something? Do you think it was something controlled by Bean, or do you think it was just just something that was unexplainable? Have you put much thought into it? I haven't thought about it too much, but I guess if I had to pin it as something, then I would imagine it to be um, some sort of craft. I guess operated by something because I don't believe that, as I said, it's it's something to do with that, that light phenomena, that, that, that orb sort of situation. I think if this is separate to that and I think that that is, you know, beings in craft, I guess. It's hard to believe in being so sceptical knowing that there's no noises, there's no nothing. It's hard to sort of wrap your head around it, but I think, yeah, it's got to have been something that was able to be aware of me and able to control this thing that was chasing or following me to be in the position that we were, yeah. And do you think this was a man-made object or do you think it might be something from um, out of this world? I believe out of this world, yeah. I don't believe that it would be man-made. Like I say, with the drone situation, I've had that drone situation. This was different. You do hear the drones. You hear the, the, the buzzing and the whirring and you do hear helicopters, you do hear planes, you know. So the way that this, had no sort of sound to it. The way that it could, I guess, hover and follow that whole distance, but then just crack as a whip, like quick towards me. Nah, that's that's not man made. It sounds. It. I don't want to, you know, make up a scenario no, here, but it almost sounds like this thing was following you. Yeah, yeah. It and that's what gives me, I think, the heebie-jeebies the most when I think about the story. And think about the the whole event is like, holy shit, was it following me? Was it aware of me before I was aware of it? That's the one that um, gets me a little scared, a little spooked. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't blame you at all, mate, because (laughs) have you ever seen anything like that since? Or have you spotted anything that kind of makes you second guess something? No, I've only once... Other than that situation, felt that I'd seen a UFO, um, but not in the same respect as following, you know, and being being aware of it being around. Um, my other situation was purely I saw something come across the sky, and I'm certain it wasn't a plane or anything like that. But that's I I don't care for that encounter as much as this one. This one was very hands-on, I guess. So. And are you actively looking 
for more UFOs or is this just something that you kind of want to keep out of mind, out of sight? So I, I, I don't actively look. Um, it's always in the forefront of my mind. Um, anytime I am outside, I do have one eye kind of open, I guess. I would love to pursue it further, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't sort of taken any steps to do so. No, and that's and that's fair enough. I mean, it would be um, uh, a pretty interesting life if you could uh, go out there and just do some UFO hunting yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah, look, if if anybody wants to pay me to be a full time uh, ufologist, I'll uh, I'll take them up on it. I tell you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, mate, I want to thank you for coming on the show because that's um that's a little bit of a haunting UFO experience, and um I haven't heard one like that. So it's it's always good to to hear ones that are, you know, you hear ones that are that are quite scary like yours. You hear ones about where people get taken, and I definitely think that one was following you, mate. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it'll be worth just keeping a bit of an eye on the sky and just seeing if um you know you might you might be a little bit of a hotspot for them. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Let's hope. Let's hope. I think. I think. I think it's probably better to wish it to be around us than to not be around it at all. It wasn't a negative experience, so that's always something good to take from it. It was a little bit creepy, yeah. but I mean, you, you've experienced something that not a lot of people get the chance to. So, I think that's yeah. a that's a good silver lining to take from your situation. Yeah, no worries. Thanks so much for having me. No worries, mate. Cheers. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe. And you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.